0: Mornings in our house start before 6. The first bus comes at 7:05. The second bus comes at 7:35. Then others leave the house until there's only one person left. This is what it means to go back to school that everybody leaves the house, and as soon as everybody leaves the house and there's only one person left, it starts. The constant seeking attention. The woeful eyes. The barking. (laughs) And whining. And the come play with me, come play with me, come play with me. See... The hardest part about going back to school is for Sammy, our dog. She's had all of her people together all summer, and now they leave during the day. She doesn't have anybody to play with. Sammy is happiest when all her people are together. When we go to Minnesota and celebrate my mother's birthday, and you know the difficulty we go through in finding her a birthday present Right? Right? One year we bought her a tree. Another year we got her a quilt. When she turned 75, we got her 75 pens and pencils. And 75 hairpins because she really does need them for her updo. And we bought her 75 Hershey's Kisses to show our love. But no matter what we give her, She always says the best present is that we are with her. She has all of her children together. In our gospel, the lesson for today, the angels rejoice. The sheep comes to her senses, realizes how crazy she's been to wander off And she finds her way back to the flock. The coin who had decided he had had enough of being cramped up against all the other coins in that little bag and found his way free changes his mind and makes his way back to the woman's purse. And there is great joy and celebration because everyone is all together again. This isn't what this happens in these stories, right? We know a lot about sheep now. It turns out that sheep are even smarter than dogs. In fact, on a list of the top ten smartest animals, sheep come in number four after chimps and dolphins and elephants. Number four. But still, the idea of a sheep feeling remorseful for losing the way and going off on its own is ridiculous. Sheep do not repent. A coin is an inanimate object. Even in one of Jesus' parables, a coin does not repent. Where is the repentance in these parables? that Jesus speaks so much about that the angels in heaven are dancing when just one sinner turns their life around. Is this not really more about the one who goes out to find the lost? Jesus poses this question and says, what shepherd would not Leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness to go find the one. What shepherd would leave an entire flock of sheep in the wilderness where it could be eaten by wolves and scattered to go find the one? Does not sound like a smart shepherd to me. And the woman, notice the first thing she does when she discovers her coin is lost. She lights a lamp. If she only has 10 coins, friends, it costs oil to light a lamp. So she's going to light the lamp, burn all that oil, sweep all night to find this coin, and then hold a party. At this point, I think she's in the hole more for finding the coin than for losing the coin. turn the world upside down. Not even to mention what we're trying to figure out about this repentance. Any shepherd or woman losing a coin would be an absolute fool. So everybody thinking they would say, no, we wouldn't do that. And Jesus says, God, is that fool. God will go after the one who is lost until he finds that one and gathers that one up and rejoices and comes home to bring that one to the rest so they are all together. And God is the woman who will shine that light in the darkness. Who will search and search and search until she finds the one who is lost. These stories are about the relentless love of God. He will not stop searching for us. 15 years ago I preached on this text just a few days after 9-11 I lived on Long Island and there were so many people lost in New York people ran from the World Trade Center. And they found safety wherever they could. So on Sunday, after that Tuesday, it was still very confusing about who was lost. And we rejoiced every time another person who was lost was found alive. One had stayed at a friend's house, Another one had just finally been able to contact their family to reassure them they were okay. In those days, I was chaplain of the fire department in Port Jefferson, and they went as rescue workers seeking to find people still alive, and they did. Every time they found someone alive at Ground Zero, everybody stopped, and everybody rejoiced. And then they went back to searching with renewed energy and hope. It became clear by that Sunday that a great many who were missing were never going to be found by us. And what a gift it was to gather, to have God gather us together and to stand in our faith that we could barely have and know that not one person, not one life was lost to the love of God. You may have lost somebody that you knew In the Pentagon, on a plane, six degrees of separation. Today, we remember and we reaffirm that God finds all God's children and takes them in the arms of divine mercy and glory so that they are always found in God. All who were lost that day are found. That day I also preached that God would keep searching for those of us who were alive and lost in grief and sorrow in anger and that desire for revenge in just hopelessness and fear that God would sweep away our shame and sadness, our doubt and our defiance to find us until God could restore us to the fullness of life. This story is wonderful news for every sheep of God's pasture. But studying for the text this time, I was struck by the words of a Korean seminary student who talked about the difference between Western civilization culture and our focus on the individual, and Eastern culture with its emphasis on the community. The joy of this parable He saw it was not just in the one that was lost. The joy comes from the flock being whole, from everyone being together, from that 100% complete. My friends, today we affirm That God will not stop searching until the human family is 100% whole, complete, and joyful. God will not stop searching our fractured society, fractured after 9 11 but fractured in other ways, into race and gender, all of the brokenness. God will not stop searching for those lost in violence or still in anger or fear or despair. God will not stop searching. And here, ah, at last is the repentance. Jesus tells this parable to the Pharisees. The righteous ones who were absolutely convinced that they were right. That they lived right. Their worship was right. They knew the right people. They lived in the right country. They had the right houses. They said the right prayers and that the other ones that Jesus invited to his party were wrong. The wrong kind of people, whose lifestyle was wrong, and worship was wrong, who said the wrong sorts of prayers and believed the wrong things. And the first people complained because Jesus was bringing them all together. And they complained because Jesus did not care so much about who was right and who was wrong, as Jesus cared about everyone being together in wholeness and joy and able to celebrate. Now, Jesus knows that God loves a party. When everyone is invited and everyone comes and when all who were lost or lost the invitation or thought the party wasn't for them, everyone is searched out and found and brought to the party. When all are together and all are celebrating the richness and the fullness of God's party, the angels rejoice. Our hope today Is in the God who will not stop searching for the wholeness of humanity. And here today at Chevy Chase Presbyterian Church, we are that hope. We are. That hope come to life, here and now. We come together. Lost sheep, found sheep, saints, sinners, Pharisees, tax collectors. We come together. Rich woman, poor man. We come together because God has searched us out and found us. And brought us here this day. Today we celebrate homecoming because it means so much more than just the church school starting. It means the richness and the fullness of God's people being together in this place. God searched us out. God brought us here. That we may know the fullness of His love. God found us and gathered us so that God may know the joy of having all her children together. Let the heavens be glad and the earth. Rejoice. We are all together. Amen.